Welcome in, everyone, and thank you for listening to a special Tournament of Champions preview episode of the Missouri Sports Podcast. Brought to you by 106 Apparel and recording from the Revel Advertising Studio in beautiful Springfield, Missouri. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron Albert, alongside my good friend and fellow Mizzou fan and high school basketball fan, Kyle DeVries. How are you doing today, Kyle? I'm doing great, Cam. I'm uh, I'm excited for this weekend. This is one of the, I don't know, it's like kind of a highlight of the of the whole year. A little bit different than what we typically do, like podcast-wise. Kind of fun to do something, something different. Start off the year right. That's right. Um, yeah. Uh, this is the 38th Bass Pro Tournament of Champions. And uh, we've been lucky enough the last few years to cover the tournament as credentialed media. Very special privilege. <laughs> um, there's some Mizzou interest in this one. So if you're listening for that, stay tuned. Um, also, if you're just a high school basketball fan, welcome in. Uh, normally we just stick to Mizzou football and basketball, uh, but this time we're, we're branching out a little bit because this tournament is right here in our backyard. There's not always Mizzou intrigue, but um, it's good to be in touch with the people over there so that when we do have potential Mizzou recruits coming through, um, we get to see them up close and uh, maybe even talk to them. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a podcast that's that's from Springfield, obviously the Tournament of Champions is something i'm really proud of honestly is something that our city offers every year and just a a tremendous event that's always so well attended and i mean we we pretty much are are there for every game of every day that that's available and it's just it's a blast yeah i was thinking about um the tournaments that we've been to um obviously we got to see aminu muhammad when he was with greenwood um one of the best individual tournaments in history mm-hmm. uh, for him uh, we've seen uh, Kofi Coburn who was a Mizzou foe for a little while we saw mm-hmm. him come through we were super excited the year that EJ Liddell was in town because yeah. Mizzou was hot on his trail but he had already committed to Ohio State at that time mm-hmm. uh, we've gotten to see some pretty good tournaments yeah. um, a ton of guys who are already in the NBA I mean guys that we watched like two years ago yeah. already on NBA rosters. Yeah, and before we were doing anything as a podcast, you know, obviously we were still going to this tournament uh, for all the same reasons we'll be going this year, um, except for actually covering it. Um, we were, before we started recording, we were talking about the NBA, and we were just randomly talking about the New York Knicks. We're going through their roster, and like half the guys on their team played in the Tournament of Champions. Yeah, yeah, and it's truly like an event that those guys respect too, even um you know in high school it's it's one of the best environments they have ever played in up to that point in their in their playing careers which is pretty insane to think about so just an incredible event and always is every year um they do such a great job putting it on and um i'm excited yeah even every team gets to play three uh, games so that was something that cameron and i were talking about it's so Obviously, we've got a list of names here, and we'll go through it and just kind of talk about the players to watch and uh, keep an eye on and uh, where they're going to go to college and all that kind of stuff. But right now, you know, when you're talking about high school kids from Chicago or, you know, at some of these schools, we don't really know who they are. But getting to see them over three nights and Mm -hmm. kind of get to know their play a little bit. And then, uh, you know, obviously, we're going to be paying attention to the ones that are going to SEC teams and stuff like that. But you really do kind of get to know the players a little bit just based on their uh on-court performance and it's uh it's cool when you get to like the championship and third place games to be like 
looking forward to certain matchups or whatever. Mm-hmm. We've got a pretty good list of teams in the tournament this year. Um, the headliners, I would say, are Link Academy from right here in Branson. Uh, relatively new uh, basketball prep school academy, yeah. um, but has quickly emerged as one of the best in the country. I think they were runner up in the, I think it's like Geico national championship or something like that last year. Um, it's a national, uh, tournament to try to figure out who the best high school team is. I think they were second last year. Um, they're going to be really good. Uh, sunrise Christian from Bel Air, Kansas, they're in the tournament. They're going to be really good. Um, there's a few teams kind of in that mid tier that have a few college guys, but nothing incredible or nothing too crazy compared to like link and sunrise with their whole roster being Mm -hmm. D one guys, Christ, the King, kind of a a classic tournament of champions staple for sure. I don't know if they play, if they played like every year, but it seems like most years, uh, that I've been following the tournament, Christ, the King has been there. Yeah, absolutely. And then, um, we do have, uh, usually there's two teams from kind of the Springfield area. Um, it's been, I think the team selection and everything has been a little wonky ever since COVID and you have teams that can't make it or drop out or whatever. So they reached up into the Kansas city area with Staley high school who will be in attendance. And then, um, the actual local team for the tournament is Kickapoo where you went to high school Mm -hmm. and they have a long storied history in the tournament of champions. They are one of the few local teams to actually win the tournament Mm -hmm. in I would well, some we'll call it something like the modern era, you yeah. know, <laughs> where we actually have these high caliber teams from all over the country. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to, before we really break everything down, I wanted to get your opinion on just like, we are starting to see, we've been to a lot of these tournaments now just as fans and now covering it. The link Academy Oak Hill been coming for years. Um, Sunrise Christian, there's plenty of others. What do you think about just like the balance of public high schools that have a good team versus these academies and prep schools that have put together rosters just completely full of D1 guys? I think it's just I think it's awesome to you know, it's an it's an opportunity for some of the local guys to get to play against future NBA players and like just get a taste of the athleticism that you don't run into in at Springfield, Missouri very often. And um, so it's really cool to see uh, some of those teams like match up and sometimes do surprisingly well yeah. against these, you know, just absolutely loaded rosters. Um, and then on the flip side, I think it's cool for some of these the prep, you know, teams to to get to play in a really just you know rowdy environment and uh, almost it almost probably feels like an away game in some ways yeah. where they're playing if they're playing a team like Kickapoo or something because obviously everybody is is rooting for the local teams typically, but. Um, it's just a great opportunity for those guys to just to, um, you know, be in the spotlight and um, play in the dunk contest maybe. And just, I don't know, I think there's just kind of something to offer for really everybody, no matter what kind of team you are. I agree. Uh, yeah, you said it perfectly. So let's go ahead and kick it off with looking at the players of Link Academy. That's um, just insane. So they have six seniors on their roster who are in the top 250 players in their class according to 24 7 sports all of these rankings and stuff will be 24 7 sports um i don't think i'm going to name every single one of them i'm just going to spotlight a few guys but the seniors only they've got six of them in the top 250 
Uh, they've got guys going to Baylor, LSU, Oklahoma, two going to Tennessee, and one going to Memphis, just in their seniors. Yeah. So the number one guy there is five-star guard Jacoby Walter. He is committed to Baylor. And odds-on favorite to be tournament MVP, just do-it-all guard, can score everywhere, can facilitate to some extent. He's going to be incredible. Um, then if you look at their juniors, they have the number 10 player in the junior class, a guard named Elliot. I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Cadu, Cadu, maybe, probably. <laughs> He's already committed to North Carolina, so they got the number seventeen player in the senior class, number ten player in the junior class. Then, when you dip down into the sophomores, they have a four-star guard B.J. Davis Ray, who's number thirteen in his class, and then number fourteen sophomore guard Aaron Rowe, four-star player, formerly of uh, Father Tolton in Columbia. Mm-hmm. This is just crazy. This lineup's ridiculous. Ten guys, all Division One caliber players. They'll yeah. probably all play. Yeah, yeah. Top to bottom, I mean this this lineup is reminiscent of like an Oak Hill or something like that. Sierra maybe, Canyons maybe had a few teams like that. Quite have the star power at the top as maybe like an Oak Hill or something or a Montverde. But I mean, yeah, just top to bottom, you're gonna be having you know, like their entire starting lineup is our Division One basketball players next year. Yeah. That's an insane. Like power five yeah. players. This this team could go, I don't know, what could they do in like a Missouri Valley conference, uh, like Ohio Valley season? Like could this, this team could probably go 500. They could probably beat Evansville. That's for sure. <laughs> probably. <laughs> would you, who would you take, Link Academy or South Carolina Gamecocks this year? Oh, man. I don't know. Considering South Carolina just beat Kentucky tonight, I probably That's have true. to go that way. But That's I mean, I, I, excellent point though. I mean, these and especially in basketball, like a lot of times these guys by their senior year are physically developed enough to that they could make an impact on a Division One roster. And when you got a whole team of them that of guys that have played together, you never know. Yeah. So uh, Link Academy going to be a favorite probably by most to win this whole tournament. Um, but not to be outdone, uh, Sunrise Christian will have something to say about mm-hmm. that. Sunrise Christian out of Bel Air, Kansas. They are led by uh, the number seven player in the senior class. So if you're just looking purely at rankings, he is the highest rated player in the tournament as well as in his class. Um, he's a forward. His name is Matas Buzelis. And in a little twist, he is not going to play college basketball he is going pro to the g league where he'll spend a year before being eligible for the nba draft he is like a stretch four type of uh reminiscent of like a european big um as far as uh, his ability to handle the ball and shoot so it makes all the sense in the world that he would just make the jump to the g league right off the bat he's yeah, prototypical forward, NBA forward for sure. It'll be interesting to see how some of these other teams match up with him because yeah. he'll be just pulling guys out to the perimeter and shooting over them mm-hmm. and maybe opening up the the paint for none other than the number 23 player in the junior class, forward John Bowl, five-star player, not committed anywhere, formerly of CBC in St. Louis. He's, I think, seven foot one. Um, so he 
Uh, he can stretch the floor a little bit too, for that matter, but yeah. uh, he's a little bit more of your traditional big, uh, being that tall. And seeing a seven foot player go up against high schoolers will be interesting. We've seen the Tournament of Champions is one of the rare places to see something like that. <laughs> um, I kind of wish we had, like, I don't know. I, I'm thinking of some of these, like, Missouri, like, class three teams that, like, Springfield Catholic or something that have been in this tournament before. Mm-hmm. Where the tallest kid is, like, six three six four tops (laughs) and that that's their that's their big man yeah they're big man like they're having a good they've got good post presence if they've got a six five guy down there (laughs) yeah yeah uh, sunrise sunrise christian definitely kind of has the the makeup of a team that could just dominate one of these high school tournaments for sure like good guard play i feel like the the type of teams that win these tournaments is like they've got one really good guard they've got kind of a uh, a guy on the inside that can that can bully people and maybe a, a big that can stretch the floor or something like that like th- that's kind of the triple threat um i don't know how you stop all three that's kind of what sunrise christian offers yeah i feel like um it's rare to see a team in this tournament from my experience that just like shoots lights out from three it seems like it takes a little bit for the offenses to get going and if you have you know a, a way to work inside out um that's usually pretty successful and just having shot blockers is mm-hmm. huge. Just being able to clog the lane. This mm-hmm. is high school basketball still, so yeah. it is a closer three-point line. The, there's a little bit more congestion on offense, mm. and uh, it is worth mentioning there's no shot clock. Yeah. So that sometimes uh, that can be a little bit of an, an equalizer for sure if a team can get up early and then slow the pace down. Yeah, you can definitely see these games get muddied up a little bit with. Um, some of these athletes who are, are tremendous athletes, they have like they you know, have, are growing into their bodies, have really long arms, good shot blockers. Maybe haven't developed their shot super well yet, yeah. though. So that's where sometimes you can get some pretty low scoring games. I mean, if the uh, the shot clock aspect is, is big right. as well. Yeah, I feel like a lot of times the the defenses are ahead of the offenses can in this be, tournament for sure. Um, as far as if you're thinking about this from uh, the Mizzou perspective. Uh, John Bull is a guy that is on Mizzou's radar. Um, he's, but he's on everybody's radar. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I'm not like super hopeful. I mean, I'm hopeful, but I'm not planning on him being a Missouri Tiger. Yeah. But I don't think that uh, Coach Gates and uh, Coach Young are going to be like out on him at all. I think they're going to be in this recruitment um, for the foreseeable future. And uh, he's not that far away yeah. in Kansas. So he's from St. Louis, I don't know. You may have already mentioned yeah. that. Um, but he was on Mizzou's campus um, a few months ago. Yeah. So you know, if you get a visit from a five-star player, that's that's pretty impressive, uh, right. really in its own right. But yeah, I'm not I'm not making any bets for Mizzou and his recruitment. But I don't I don't think it's totally impossible either. It's still early though. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as other Mizzou. Uh, pl- Things that might affect Mizzou in the future. Uh, Sunrise Christian has a guard named Layden Blocker. We'll be watching him. Uh, he is the number 25 senior. He is going to Arkansas, so we'll be seeing a lot of him in Mizzou games in the future. And then also uh, Zachary Perrin is uh, another senior, a little bit lower ranked, but he will be attending Illinois. So that's two Sunrise players that we will see uh, on Mizzou's schedule in the future. Um, moving on, we will, let's, let me cross these off my list here. Uh, Christ the King, uh, from Middle Village, New York, 
uh, like you said, they're kind of a tournament of champions staple. Um, they've been in a lot of tournaments and they've won a few. Uh, they have two senior forwards who are top 100 in their class, both with the first name Brandon. Brandon Gardner is the number 78 player in his class. He's going to St. John's, so staying there in New York. And then the number 86 player is Brandon Williams. He will be attending UCLA. So that seems like a very formidable uh, front court there for those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they kind of lead the way, I think they could maybe make some noise against these better teams. But uh, you mentioned how important the guard play is. I don't know if just two D1 forwards can get it done. Uh, they do have a four-star forward junior who is not committed. And then they have an interesting player. You have probably heard of his father, Carmelo Anthony, number 62 sophomore in the country, guard Kyan Anthony. He's a four-star, not committed anywhere, son of future NBA Hall of Famer, probably yeah. Carmelo Anthony. Right. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Carmelo Anthony went to Oak Hill. Right. So I don't know if he would have played in the Tournament of Champions. I, Oak Hill was probably not attending the Tournament of Champions back when he would have been playing. But I know he did not. Yeah. His Oak Hill team did not participate. Mm-hmm. But probably one of the better high school players that we've seen in at the last 20 years probably oh yeah carmelo anthony Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah because he didn't necessarily have to go to college Mm -hmm. Uh, same draft class as lebron uh, right i think so similar for sure research department yeah Mm -hmm. i'm getting i'm confusing myself (laughs) in my head but uh yeah same draft class but he's older because he spent a year in college Mm -hmm. um so yeah, he's just a sophomore, but still top 100 player. I don't know how featured he is on their team. It definitely seems like things are going to run through the front court with the two Brandons. Um, let's see let's, if I can get a picture with Carmelo if he's there. Will Will Carmelo Anthony be in attendance? <laughs> this is the second year in a row we've had. Uh, will the famous father be there? <laughs> well, it's a lot easier for Carmelo because he's no longer playing in the NBA. That's true. Uh, a little bit harder for LeBron last year when he had... <clears throat> Uh, Lakers games to work around. That's yeah, true. they were both in the same draft class. And then, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Dwayne Wade, a few picks later, even older, because I think he spent three years at Marquette. Mm. Pretty good pretty good class. Yeah, not bad. Chris Bosh also in that class. That's just wow. interesting. Yeah. No wonder they all became friends. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, let's see what else we got here. Let's do... Let's talk about St. Rita... High school from Chicago, Illinois. Um, this might have some interest from Mizzou fans. Um, obviously, Dennis Gates, head coach of Mizzou, still has a lot of. He's from Chicago, still has a lot of ties there. Um, we are assuming. Um, I, I mean, he's pretty much said Chicago will basically always be a place that he's going to be recruiting, no matter where he's coaching, just because uh, that's where his roots are. So St. Rita, we have three, no seniors for them in the top 250. They have three juniors in the top 100 of their class, forward James Brown, who's committed to North Carolina, uh, another forward uh, committed to Illinois, and then a guard committed to Iowa State. So there's three juniors for St. Rita who are Division I um, recruits committed already. And I feel like with St. Rita and Christ the King, they kind of, there's always these kind of middle ground teams that aren't completely stacked, but have 
three to five D1 guys mm-hmm. of various age and ability. Mm-hmm. And those are always kind of toss-ups, I think. You never yeah. really know. It's it's going to be very matchup dependent and just kind of where they fall in the bracket, basically. Yeah. And high school basketball is a little bit interesting, too, where a lot of the to- a lot of times the rankings are kind of trying to predict their um, how good they're going to be down the road. They are recruiting n- rankings, not yeah. how good they are in the moment. Right. And so sometimes I think you do just kind of run into guys who you can tell they're they're going to be great, but maybe they're not quite there yet. Um, also, I mean, we'll get into the bracket here in a little bit, but St. Rita did get a they they kind of they got shafted a little bit with drawing Link Academy in the first round. Yeah. I don't know what I feel about that. Yeah, I'm questioning that a little bit as well. I'm kind of going through these in the in the rankings that I sort of have in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. still we've we've not seen pretty much any of these players play before, so there is a little bit of speculation. We are mostly going off of the rankings and how many players they have going D1. Mm-hmm. But it does seem like they're probably the fourth or fa- fourth or fifth best team, and to draw probably the best team seems unfortunate in the first round. Yeah, I agree. Uh, next up, as far as having a few D1 caliber players, is Calvary Christian from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, they have a top 100 senior guard, Jalen Curry. He's a four-star player, not committed anywhere yet. And then uh, senior forward, Carl. Oh, how do you think you say that? Sharon Font. That's it. Carl Sharon Font, who is committed to Memphis. Uh, they also have a ranked junior forward who is not committed anywhere yet. So some D1 talent there. Um, then we have Staley High School. I mentioned earlier uh, we're pulling from Kansas City for this one. Uh, they have a player who's committed to Iowa State. He's uh, top 200 in his class, forward Caden Fish. Um, with that being a relative, you know, relatively close to home, uh, it might be worth looking. If you're, if you're thinking about players that Mizzou or Missouri State, for that matter, might be interested in, we're going to be – wanting maybe to look at a players that aren't on this list because they're not four or five star guys. But, uh, if they're relatively local and have interest in staying home, especially for Missouri state, you know, snagging, uh, getting to look at like two and three star unranked guys in this tournament is super helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, this is a great event for Missouri state. Just obviously having, hosting it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, get to see some of the facilities and see what the place looks like when it's packed oh, out and yeah, um, kind of almost have some familiarity looking back, like kind of remembering a, a fun time in high school. I think that, you know, Missouri State can definitely uh, gain something from this event. Yeah. Recruiting the, wise. Yeah. The, the Missouri State coaching staff will be in attendance. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple, uh, multiple coaches, all three nights. They're going to be watching these guys pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, that is actually it on any of these teams that have ranked players that will likely uh, go D1 as of right now. Uh, obviously, the sophomore class, even the junior class, things are very unsettled there. Anybody can kind of make a move and become a top 100 player. There's still plenty of time. Uh, Bartlett High School, Bartlett, Tennessee. We're just going to have to basically see why they're in this tournament. I mean, you don't go into Tennessee and grab a team with, no, as far as I can tell, no D1 talent if they're no good. So that is kind of a mystery that we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, they might just be a really well-oiled machine of a team, and uh, they don't necessarily need a star to okay. get some wins. Yeah. Also, there is a point that uh, a lot of these 
uh, schools being prep schools and getting transfers in and out. Uh, I it's totally possible I could have missed something, but twenty four seven sports does not have any ranked players listed as attending Bartlett High School right now. It's kind of frustrating sometimes with like Sunrise Christian and Link in those places because like they might have had like the number one player in the country like six months ago, but then now that player's transferred off to somewhere else or like reclassified and mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And then the last team in the tournament is Kickapoo from Springfield, Missouri. Yeah. No ranked players. They had one very recently, but he transferred to La Lumiere. Mm. That's what happens. Your best player just goes to a prep yeah. school. Yeah, that that is unfortunate for some of the public schools. But, um, you know, Kickapoo is still one of the better teams in the area, and I definitely think that they can – they could hopefully make things fun against Sunrise. I'm sure that that will, by the end of the game, not be close. But maybe at the beginning, they'll they'll hit some big shots and get the crowd going. Okay, let's start with that game first. We're looking at the bracket, and it's not uh, seeded exactly, but you can usually kind of tell who uh, the favorites are. Um, Sunrise Christian and Link Academy cannot play each other until the championship game or the consolation winner. We're not going to have to worry about that. Uh, Sunrise versus Kickapoo. We'll start there since you mentioned that matchup. Uh, Kickapoo, like you said, always one of the more solid local teams, always coached well, always have some good players. I think Sunrise uh, wins this one. Yeah, I agree. Producer Cameron, you got Sunrise in the first round over Kickapoo? Yes, sir. And then uh, we'll just do the late game on Thursday. It is Staley High School from Kansas City up against Calvary Christian. Both uh, not a ton of D1 talent, but Calvary Christian with a little bit more uh, as far as ranked players, so I'm going to give them the edge. Yeah, I picked Calvary as well. I as well. Okay. Now the first game Thursday is Christ the King against Bartlett. Bartlett High School in Bartlett, Tennessee, and I'll tell you what, I don't need big names. We don't need stars. We don't need egos. Bartlett is a team. They play as a team, and they are going to win against Christ the King. That's what I, that's my prediction. I'm gonna have to disagree with you, uh, just at this point mainly because Bartlett is kind of an unknown. Uh, we just don't know much about them. We do know a little bit about Christ the King, so I, I picked them to win. Give me Christ the King. Wow, you guys just—it's all star power. Yeah. I want the team ball. Okay, then the last first-round game is Link Academy against St. Rita. And you mentioned earlier St. Rita with a very unlucky draw here, having to go up against Link in the first round. Yes, yeah, I've got Link winning this, but if, spoiler alert, I kind of have St. Rita just running through the consolation bracket after this. Like, I just this is pretty unfortunate for them. Yep, I agree with you there. Same. Okay, let's take the consolation bracket now. Um, I have St. Rita over Christ the King. Sounds like you, Kyle, have St. Rita over Bartlett. And I have the same. Same for you, okay. Which I just found this. Bartlett, last year, Bartlett got to the state semifinals for Tennessee class four. Maybe they're, maybe they're a little bit young last year, but mm-hmm. they still made it that far. So if they retained everybody, got a little older, yeah, makes sense. All right, so then in the uh, second, another second round of the consolation bracket, we have Kickapoo against Staley. So Missouri versus Missouri matchup on my bracket. I have Staley beating Kickapoo, although I could see that one going either way. 
Yeah, um, I probably should have been. I, I'll probably be rooting for Kickapoo as an alum, but I actually do have Staley winning on my bracket. I have Staley. Okay. Then in the seventh place game for the which team can. Which team's going to go winless? <laughs> yeah. I have Kickapoo going winless. I have Christ the King taking home seventh place. Yep, I got a, a Kickapoo losing to Bartlett. I have Kickapoo losing to Bartlett. You copying me? No. Are you copying me? Maybe. In the Consolation Championship, which is basically fifth place, I have St. Rita over Staley High School. Same. That's my exact matchup as well. Wow. Okay, okay. Now, will the winner's bracket get any different here? I have Link Academy beating Bartlett. The team play couldn't just, just couldn't withstand the star power of Link Academy. <laughs> yeah, pretty impossible not to pick Link Academy to move on to the finals. Yeah, Link Academy over Christ the King. And then I have Sunrise in the finals. They, I have them beating Calvary Christian. Same. Yeah, I think it's it would be pretty shocking if we didn't have a, a Link Academy Sunrise uh, ch- championship. Mm-hmm. Would you be disappointed? Uh, maybe a little bit actually. I mean, well, yeah. if you know, if if we did have an upset, then I think that could be kind of fun to watch to to watch yeah. and witness. But ultimately, I think everybody's kind of excited for for the big matchup at at the end of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like every year there's like there's the two teams that we expect to be in the championship. But usually one of them gets a scare. Oh, for sure. In yeah. one of these earlier games. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's just randomly like Parkview or somebody. That, That's like, true. On the first night or yeah. something. Like it is kind of an interesting intangible is like how the the prep teams like view some of their opponents mm-hmm. in this tournament. Yeah. And yeah. it's pretty obvious sometimes they are like just think they can sleepwalk and they usually pretty much can. I'm like pretty 90. sure we've heard coaches in like the post game press conference be like, Yeah, I had never watched I had no idea yeah. what this team yeah. was. Yeah. Oak Hills coach specifically has said stuff like that. Like, I've never heard of this team. We yeah. have never seen film. Uh, and sometimes you can tell. Like, yeah. they, they're just like schematically, like, not prepared. And sometimes, the at least the beginning of the games can be kind of entertaining. Well, I appreciate them. Like, if he's doing that, like, to see what his team is capable of with no preparation, uh, we appreciate it because it makes for better games. It does. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I've got Lincoln Sunrise in the championship. Uh, before we name our winners, we should talk about third place. I have the upset. I'm considering it an upset. No ranked players. We've got I've got Bartlett Tennessee taking home third place over Calvary Christian. Wow. I think I just like saying Bartlett. Maybe so. Yeah, you've got Bartlett uh, in third place, and producer Cam and I have them in seventh place. So that's pretty pretty different. That's like definitely the most different outcomes that we Just have on our brackets. That first round game, it's it's important. Yeah, you got to win in that first that first day. Uh, but I've got Christ the King beating Calvary in the uh, third place game. I have that as well. What do you guys have different? Well, we may we might have different champions. Yeah, honestly, do you have anything different in your two brackets as of mm, now? I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay, okay. All right, championship game. It's Sunrise versus Link Academy. John Bowl is out there. Matas Buzelis. They're stretching the floor. Mm. They're blocking shots. Jacoby Walter, five-star guard for Link Academy. He's carving them up in the paint. Can either one of these teams make some threes? That might be what puts them over the edge. I personally think... Buzelis is going to take control of this game. I think he's the best player in the tournament. I think he is 
pretty much pro ready. And I was about to say, he's a few months away from being a professional basketball player. Yeah, I think that I'm going to guess that Sunrise Christian wins the finals and you're looking at Matas Buze as the MVP, tournament MVP. Okay, I want to see... We didn't talk about much about Aaron Rowe earlier. He's just a sophomore. I want to see him step up on the big stage. They're so Link Academy has, has so much depth at every position. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Their second unit could probably make the championship game. That's very possible. Um, yeah, I just think Link Academy has too many ways to score. I think you're. I think you're right. If the if Sunrise wins, Buzelis goes off. Mm-hmm. He's tournament MVP. Lock it up. Um, so I'm just going to give the alternate timeline where Link Academy wins. I think they do it in a pretty balanced way. I'd like to see Aaron Rowe get in there and do something. But uh, I feel like in the in the vein of like um, uh, like a Dwayne Bacon or somebody who can just go manufacture some offense and go get their own shot. I think that's what we see from Jacoby Walter. And uh, I think he's MVP and Link takes, takes home the championship. I've got Sunrise Christian. Okay. Identi- identical brackets. You two wow. with identical brackets. Interesting, interesting. <clears throat> wow, we're going to be rooting on all these teams together. A united um, front. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Aaron Rowe is, I mean, probably the most like Mizzou relevant recruit that we're gonna watch this weekend. Absolutely. We didn't talk about him a whole a whole lot, like you said, just because Link is so stacked that we I mean, I don't really know how much he's gonna play. And yeah. he'll get in there, but he just probably isn't really um super relied upon on this yeah. team yet. But probably will very very well could end up being a five star player by the time he's um he's graduating high school absolutely um has spent a ton of time in columbia obviously in mizzou's facilities um that's one that dennis gates was on probably the first day he took the job he was he was in contact with aaron rowe that is a generational recruit that missouri has to be has to be in on till the end yeah so yeah for mizzou fans listening if you listen to the podcast normally, you're going to hear his name a lot, mm-hmm. and we've already talked about him on the, on our normal episodes, yeah. like for months now. Yeah, and we, how we were kind of saying like, uh, yeah, John Bull, yeah, from Missouri, yeah, Missouri will be in on him, but who knows? Probably not a Tiger. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rowe, I, he is. We gotta move mountains yeah. to keep him in Columbia, right? And I would honestly think that Missouri is probably the favorite at this point. Like we're incredibly early. I mean, yes. We're talking about a yes. sophomore in high school. Yes, so much can happen. But I mean, if I was if I was forced to make a guess right now, I think Missouri's in a great spot early on. They put in the work. Yeah, for sure. And he, yeah, he's obviously from Columbia, and he's in the Mizzou practice facility all the time. He gets to just basically go up there and shoot baskets at Mizzou Arena whenever mm-hmm. he wants. Yeah, he probably knows the players personally and all yeah. that. Yeah. They they just get to hang out. Uh but that doesn't stop every blue blood um college basketball powerhouse from trying to show him how he can win a national championship. You know, I'm sure North Carolina will be showing him highlights of Caleb Love. Yep. And uh Duke will be showing him highlights of Jason Tatum. It's evil. Yes. It, it, it shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> uh, Get out of our borders. But, yeah, so we're going to be watching him very closely. Um, we'll see how it goes. It, again, him being a sophomore, he's probably not going to be out in front of the media too much. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Maybe we could get to talk to him. I don't know. Yeah. 
think uh, any uh, any big coaches will be here? I, I I mean, obviously there's a few Memphis guys, a few Tennessee, um, few Arkansas guys, a couple of Illinois. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's no way to man. If uh, if Brad Underwood shows up, I'll heckle him probably. Oh, oh yeah, I'll heckle him. <laughs> I'll yell at him. Yeah. From the media. <laughs> wedge we're just heckling him we would probably need to take our badges off and yeah, like probably wear a disguise yeah <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it we don't want to we don't want to yeah, lose our credentials yeah, never mind we probably won't do anything we probably won't do that if anybody heckles brad underwood it was definitely not any of us yeah <laughs> we'll help you find whoever did it um yeah so link academy sunrise christian those are the teams to watch the what percentage chance do is it is the champion not one of those two teams? Uh, less than five percent. Yeah, I agree with you there. It's going to be a very fun tournament. If you listen to this, uh, we're going to be wearing our Missouri Sports Pod gear. If you're a Mizzou fan, if you listen to the podcast normally, if you want to come say hi, go for it. If you want to talk about the tournament, we'd be happy to do so. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a great tournament. Looking forward to it. Any uh, parting words? Yeah, thanks for listening. Looking yeah. forward to it. See you there. See you on the hardwood. <laughs>